Hey everyone, it's Noah Barnett, the VP of Marketing here at Feather. And today in the studio, as always, I'm joined by Nu Tay, uh, a content strategist that is also the curator of Feather's Good Marketing Brief. Hey, Nu. Hey, Noah. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. I'm rocking a new hairstyle, you know? I know. I'm just, I'm just rolling with it. You know? It's nice. I like it. It's nice and clean cut. Just elevating my, uh, it's like one of those things that I feel like if you put a hat on, you look like, you know, desert dad. And then if you take a hat off and put a black shirt on, you feel like stoic, you know, <laughs> professional or something. Absolutely. So I'm like, it's kind of yeah. a good vibe. It's a good vibe. Yeah. And for you, it's like easy. You don't have to get ready. It's just a quick take off the hat, put on your shirt. That's it. I love that. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Th I am concerned, though, which was a good point by the person like my hair person that helped me shave it down. Um, she was like, make sure you wear sunscreen on your head. Yeah. And I was like, I already had to do that a little bit because, you know, I was struggling with a little bit balding early in my mm -hmm. life. But now, like you're holding it. And I was like, that's a great point. Like the mm -hmm. this is this is vulnerable area. So <laughs> do you burn easily? Yes. Then you gotta yes. really layer yeah. it. Make sure you're consistent. Yeah, I think the solution is not sunscreen. It's called a hat. <laughs> so I'm going to be wearing hats all summer here in Arizona. Yeah, that's the easiest uh, solution for sure. Yeah. Well, as always, we come together to really dive in and talk about this week's Good Marketing Brief, which mm -hmm. is a curated set of resources that really act as a compass for nonprofit marketers as they wade through and navigate the constantly changing world of marketing. But what was this week's topic and what did you dive into? Yeah, I dove into peer-to-peer -peer fundraising, kind of um, it, the timing was just right with peer-to-peer -peer forum happening just last week here in Philly. And they released, you know, they do this research every year, kind of measuring the top 30 peer-to-peer -peer programs. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about digital channels and making sure you're kind of leveraging them all to create a better experience for your supporters, but not to forget that this also includes more community building marketing strategies like peer-to-peer, -peer, which often can be in the form of, you know, creating online campaigns and letting your supporters create fundraisers on your behalf. Or, you know, I think the most popular is hosting when you're hosting like a 5k or a race um you have that added component of like paying the registration fee as like your your kind of ticket to the event but also adding the layer of like creating a fundraiser and you know creating more deeper impact for the organization you're supporting uh, by raising funds from your friends and families and just your networks yeah absolutely peer to peer has such a special place in my heart um cuz back in i think it was 2010 so 14 years ago I actually helped create the peer-to-peer -peer program at an organization I was working at mm -hmm. because one of the age-old truths, and this isn't a new thing, it wasn't a new thing back then, is people trust what other people have to say. Word of mouth is still the number one marketing source. No matter what we want to say in our brilliance as marketers, like word of mouth is still one of the largest drivers of adoption. And I think that holds true, especially for something as personal as generosity and where you give and where you invest. Because I'm aligning with like-minded people and then coming together with them in the form of giving to an organization to work on the cause that I'm passionate about. 
And so when you said the topic was peer to peer, I was like, oh, I remember peer to peer because it's it's just it's really like one of the more I feel like holistic. And even like if we go all the way back when people were self organizing before five hundred one c threes were even a real thing, that was peer to peer. It was like, hey, we have a problem, y'all. Hey, let's go tell our friends that we have a problem, and then we're gonna go work on it and fix it. That's what it is just now in the digital age. And I think we've renamed it sometimes in the modern era as like mm -hmm. influencer marketing or this. Or, but it's really just like humans telling other people what they're excited about and inviting them to come be a part of it. And yeah. that sense of belonging together, working on a cause is always a sustainable growth uh, strategy. Absolutely. And it's just so powerful. Um seeing your community collectively get together and kind of advocate for your your mission on your behalf and you can see the, the different walks of life people have with your mission whether it's you know if you're an alzheimer's association or something um you can see how this disease either is impacting you or like the supporter mm -hmm. itself or it's a family member who is like caring for someone who has this disease um and i just I have always peer to peer has a place in my heart because it was kind of like one of the one of the first topics I I covered when I was at Nonprofit Pro and then we did a lot of different types of content around it. And I like when we talk about fundraising, I think peer to peer is such a missed opportunity for nonprofits who don't invest um a lot of time and resources into kind of building that program out. Yeah. Yeah. And peer to peer is also one of the mechanisms that really embodies generosity being social. Mm -hmm. A lot of times generosity is kind of an isolated uh, practice. It's like, oh, we send out a direct mail appeal, you write a check or you tell your bank to send a check. And it's like this conversion and conversation is between organization and giver. And peer-to-peer -peer kind of opens up that shroud and says, no, like we are givers together. Like I'm a giver, you're a giver. You should come support my cause new. Like we should be a part of this together and starts leaning into some of the age old emphasis of like social proof mm -hmm. within marketing and turn something yep. private into something that's not public, but like more public than the typical mm -hmm. experience. And that that's contagious. You know, Jenna Berger talks about social proof being one of the contagions in marketing and peer to peer has that just like embedded into it. And Absolutely. now digital has made that so uh, visible, right? Like before mm -hmm. it'd be like, Hey, new, you and I are in a social group or we live in the same street and we're going to like collectively work on this problem or we're in the same workforce. Now I can kind of expand and say like, people like me do things like this. I didn't even know these other people, but they resonate with my cause. Yeah. Um, and come together and make a change. It's it's like gosh, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's a like pure marketing too. It's like the purest yeah. form of marketing. Mm -hmm. I just yeah, and endure it. Yeah, because I mean, it's just it's all based on emotion, right? Emotion of the supporters, and it's not just like the financial piece of like yeah, they can help you raise money, but they can kind of unlock this new segment of donors perhaps that you maybe didn't have an eye on you so it's like that awareness piece that acquisition piece um and that retention piece as well and i think it's just uh, it's a strategy that kind of hits a lot of marketing like check boxes uh and i really just do love it yeah and i think it's even more important of a topic to touch on in 2024 when competition for attention is so difficult, trust in institutions, including nonprofits, continues to erode mm -hmm. and are bent towards like, how do we grow then? Like if we're just looking at the fundamental challenges, many of you listening 
to this are tackling is like, how do we grow in this environment? And I think going back to your people, thinking through how influencer or peer-to-peer can be a strategy you actually invest in and deploy this year if you haven't or reinvest in, it can be really powerful. So with that, what were some of the ways nonprofits can fit or should fit peer-to-peer into their strategy? What were some of the resources you curated this week that lean into that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there's two more peer-to-peer focused articles that I shared in this week's brief. And, you know, the first one is more like a trends article from Nonprofit Tech for Good. But um, I think what, at least for me, I know I forget a lot of times that peer-to-peer is such a a good retention retention tool that um, to, you know, you know, with a donor who has already given to your nonprofit, you know, how can you make them feel more deeply for the mission and connect them more to your cause? And it's, you know, my first recommendation is like introduce peer-to-peer fundraising, show them how they can do more than just like give financially, um, let them be like an advocate or like a champion for your cause. But then there's also that acquisition piece that I mentioned earlier of like, you know, as a peer-to-peer fundraiser, I'm now reaching out to my community and as a friend or family member or a person raising funds, I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, what is this organization all about? I've never heard of them. Let me look into it. Oh, my friend is very passionate about it. Let me, let me help them support. And then that can be an kind of like an entry into like a new donor welcome series or something and then you can kind of start cultivating their support so i think that is kind of a great tactic to kind of weave into your marketing um the second piece is from one of our partners classy um and it's like how to kind of activate peer-to-peer fundraisers more and one of the things is that I always recommend because I think it's easy to put like fundraise for us, right? On your website and you like click a button, start a fundraiser, whatever, it's fine. Um, but a very valuable resource for nonprofits is creating a toolkit, creating templates to help them message to their to their community. And so they're not starting from scratch because like people are busy. They have jobs, they have families, they're trying to like maintain their social lives. So the easier you can make it and be like, hey, these are the messaging templates you can use. Here are some graphics. All you have to do is plug and play into your emails or your your social accounts. You know, it will move the needle so much quickly because now they don't have to think about what they need to write. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this idea of um, use toolkit, I I see it as like a similar concept in marketing as enablement. Mm -hmm. And like, if you think about like giver enablement, it's like a weird concept, but I think it's really interesting of like people give to your organization and if they're a part of the cause now, how do we actually enable them to be advocates on our behalf? And it could be more formalized, like you're saying through a peer-to-peer program, using software like a classy or other to activate someone and kind of create the technology toolkit but more importantly it's like well how do i actually fundraise like i don't know how to talk about this and i think about it uh from like political and advocacy groups i feel like they've done a really really good job at this idea of enablement because they're highly dependent on supporter enablement to kind of advance the movements yeah but any organization can really do this and think through like how are we enabling givers to be drivers of our uh to leverage their influence to help us grow, yeah. to connect with others, drive forward. 
peer-to-peer -peer often gets categorized as like, oh, something a part of these big events or like St. Jude's does this or this does that. Like mm -hmm. we can't do that. It's really not even that. You could have five people this year. Yeah. Use their influence to drive 50 donors and that be a learning environment for you as an organization to see like, oh, wow, if we really tap into this and we enable it, it bears fruit. And mm -hmm. if we were looking for something that we commonly do that we might not often think as peer to peer is in major giving or board engagement or board fundraising. Mm -hmm. We often ask these major donors or institutional givers or our board members to say, hey, could you host a small event? Could you host a golf tournament? Could you host a Jeffersonian dinner or whatever the concept is mm -hmm. and say, hey, can you bring people like you who have resources to our organization? Peer to peer is just democratizing that across the whole <laughs> supporter file and yeah. saying, anyone can be an influencer. And it's a great opportunity, especially when uh, funds get tighter and like maybe uh, your most loyal givers have to cut back on their giving, which is completely reasonable given their circumstances. They don't care less about the cause. They just have less to give to the cause this year. Peer-to-peer -peer or influencing marketing can help them stay connected and feel invested in the cause by giving their voice in a season where maybe money's more tight or the situational mm -hmm. financial or the financial situation is is um is limited and so i think it's not only an acquisition play but i think it's a supporter retention play because you're giving yeah. them a job to do and it's proven mm -hmm. in behavioral psychology if someone feels like they have a job to do yeah. they're more likely to show up and do that job there's an accountability to it uh that's pretty yeah absolutely pretty amazing yeah that's pretty amazing mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, any other that. resources that you want to call out in here or inspiration uh, as you always highlight in the, the good marketing brief each week? <laughs> yeah, the last piece that I have in the brief is about Butterfinger, you know, my favorite Halloween candy. Um, <laughs> they I haven't thought about really... Butterfinger in so long. I'm so it's excited. Such an to Go candy. Ahead. Yeah. Such overlooked candy. Um, but what they what they're doing in twenty four is pretty cool because they're kind of like doubling down on their investment on like gaming influencers and those types of digital creators, which I think is great because I know they want to in like their plan is they want to kind of unlock customers in millennials and you know the Gen Z, the younger generations. And I don't know if you follow the gaming community. I I haven't been I've never I was never like a gamer but I've always known that this there was just like this huge community yeah. that existed um like for decades and those influencers have a lot of power <laughs> over their like followers or like or their supporters and so if you can connect with like a major gaming influencer and if they like live stream a game raising money for your cause you know we we've seen it with Saint Jude. And then even um, Children's Networks Miracle Hospitals, yeah. Extra Life, um, they've raised millions just from that. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's another segment to keep an eye out for in the influencer space and seeing how you connect them to your mission. Yeah, I play a strategic card game uh, <laughs> very a lot. I, uh, yeah. I play a bunch of them. As you can see, I have Disney characters over here. So we're not going to get into that today. That's a longer topic. <laughs> But you mentioned Extra Life, like they did a strategic brand partnership with the card game I play and released mm -hmm. specific collectibles co-branded as Extra Life. And they do it every year. Yeah. And like they raise a bunch of money from that. And it's exposing mm -hmm. to a, maybe an audience that they wouldn't naturally exactly. connect with. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key lesson here. Your audience may not be hanging out on Twitch watching gamer stream, and you may not be trying to engage that audience in the way Butterfingers are or every mm-hmm. single energy drink uh, is, which we don't have time to talk about that either. <laughs> but gosh, we have so many things. We should have after hours like podcasts where we talk about all the things we couldn't get to. Um, but it's like where who does have the attention of your mm-hmm. ideal supporter base? Like when you look yeah. at your current best donors, like who who has their attention? Like what mm-hmm. is the group? In some cases, like m- many of the organizations I've I've been a part of, it might be a faith group. It might be like, oh wow, they're like really connected to the specific faith, or they're mm-hmm. really invested in the hiking community because mm-hmm. we really align with people that are outdoorsy because we're an environmental protection organization. Like wow, who has the attention of people that go hiking all the time? Mm-hmm. Could you use hiking guides? Could you use like meetup groups? Uh, maybe the pickleball community is like your go-to and who's the pickleball influencer that wants to raise money for your cause like yeah talk about a gold mine for nonprofits. the pickleball (laughs) i've started playing recently and i'm like getting beat up by all sorts of people that meet the average age of a giver you know yeah it's like wow tap into the pickleball influencer yeah that's really powerful yeah absolutely it's a challenging sport i hear I've never played, but our aunts play. All a mental game. Into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big mental game. Here. Yeah. Well, I think these are tons of lessons. I think at the end of the day, even as you said, you said Butterfinger is uh, undersold. We use word of mouth right now. Now people are going to mm-hmm. be thinking about Butterfinger on this yeah. pod um, yeah. going forward. And so it's just the power of word of mouth, the power of human to human connection and referral. Mm-hmm. And that's really what peer-to-peer is to tap into. So if you want to figure out how you can better leverage peer-to-peer, definitely check out this week's Good Marketing Brief. New, grateful as always. Of course. And so thankful for the investment you make in our community to help us do good marketing. So do it again I appreciate it. I look forward to our time every week. So I will see you next week. Thanks, New. See ya. Bye now.